We all need encouragement, motivation, and inspiration in our life. Each week, Patty will interview guests who will motivate and inspire you through their unique personal and professional experiences. I listen, my mom listens, pretty much the whole family. Listen, my whole family loves it, man. It's drastically changed my life. All of your senses will wake up as you listen to this scrumptious podcast that is sure to tickle your eardrums. Are you ready? I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. Wake Up with Patty Catter starts now. Hello and welcome to my podcast. Today I have Leon Sylvester on the show and I'm really excited to have him on the show. How are you, Leon? Hey, yeah, thanks so much for having me. It's going well. It's now 9 p.m. in Thailand or 9 a.m. for you, so happy days. Yeah, I'm really excited to have connected with you. Um, the internet is a cool place, isn't it? Oh yeah, buddy. We won't we, yeah, we'll just leave it there. <laughs> All right. So could you tell our listeners a little bit about how you grew up? Like, where are you from? Because obviously I'm from the United States for those listening. I have a lot of different listeners now in different countries, but um, I am originally from the United States. I live in Florida now. So Leon, where are you from? And can you give us a little history of yourself? Yeah, I'm from, um, basically I'm from England. I'm from the northwest of England. So I have a nice northern twang. And I come from a village called Kirkham, so it's in between Preston and Blackpool, which are two, I don't know, maybe 30 minutes from Manchester, because people know football, they know Manchester United, Preston North End, so maybe we're talking football teams. But yeah, I live in a little village called Kirkham. Uh, obviously, I don't live there anymore, and now I moved over to Thailand, and I kind of did that. I started like this, this digital nomad thing in uh, January, and now I kind of seem to have settled in Chiang Mai, I have a nice girlfriend, and yeah, happy days. So... Um, can you tell us a little bit about your childhood? I love to ask that just so that people can kind of get a grasp of our listeners, like how they were kind of brought up. Yeah, sure. Like, uh, yeah, I, basically my mom, I, I was raised by a single mother and um, she had like her, her, basically her whole, um, her whole young adult life was filled with alcohol and she got sober when I was a baby. She left my father because that was kind of one of those toxic relationships and uh, yeah, my, my mother raised me. I live in yeah, a little village in England, a uh, really nice upbringing. Like I did well at school and um, yeah, I had like such a nice, uh, such a nice childhood. Like I, I just have good memories. I have like, I just remember my mom like taking, she'd, she'd do these parties, like Halloween parties for all the children that lived on the street. And yeah, I just remember like really happy times when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so sweet. Um, I have really good childhood memories too, so I'm thankful for that. Um, can you tell us a little bit about um, one of the things that I noticed on your social media as you talk a little bit about sobriety and why it's important to you? Could you kind of go there for our listeners? For sure. So when I was a oh about 15, um, I started yeah I started experimenting with whatever. So smoking weed, drinking alcohol, and so on. And yeah, kind of my whole life has just been these series of ups and downs. So, you know, I'd, 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 I'd get myself into a good position without drugs and alcohol. And then I'd say to myself, okay, you can just have one. And, um, and then this would just spiral out of control six months down the line. It would, I would just be in, in the dark, dark place. And uh, what's happened recently is, well, it was kind of 400, I think it's been 470 days now, something like that. Um, I hit like a rock bottom, so I'd, I'd relapsed the previous year, so it was in January, 
Uh, it was a New Year's. I had one drink. It lasted like nine months. Like drinking every single day, getting absolutely blackout drunk. And uh, I, I had to go and stay at a friend's place because I had no money. Like I'd, I'd, I'd quit my, my, my graduate job. I'd moved back to Oxford, which was where I did my degree. And uh, I had to go and stay at my friend's place because I had no money. He was on holidays like, yeah, man, you can just stay in my room when you're not there. And I remember I went out one night and I got so drunk and I did some other things that I won't talk about, but I woke up the next day, um, like broken. Like I just felt that my life is never going to progress anywhere if I keep doing this cycle of building my life up to something good, starting drinking and then just destroying everything. And it was like a, it was like an emotional rock bottom. Like I was broken. Like I just couldn't continue doing that. And it was that day that I don't know what happened. It, it was like some realization, like, if, if I want to achieve the things that I want to achieve in my life, I have to stop doing that. And yeah, it was like, this is the longest I've ever been in my adult life without alcohol. Um, yeah, so it's, so I've actually built something good now. Like I have a great life in Chiang Mai, in Thailand. Like I, I do what I want to do. I've, I've, I've basically living my dream life. And it would never have happened if I didn't get sober first. So I feel like now it's kind of my response, right? So I have a question. Um, what did you do as far as your degree? What was your degree for that you were going to get? Oh, yeah, good question. So um, one thing that, that, that I did find when I was, even when I was younger, when I was about 19, 20, whilst I was drinking, was I was very skinny and I started training in the gym. And um, yeah, I did like a personal training qualification at one point. Uh, this, but this was all kind of in like a chaotic mess. I had no clarity. I had no idea what I was doing. I just kind of thought, oh, it was a good idea to do personal training qualification. And then my mom kind of said, mm, why don't you get a degree? So I did like a foundation year in science because I had no qualifications. I had to go and do like a foundation degree. And then, uh, and then yeah, I decided to go and study marketing and business management because I thought that would just open up many opportunities. If I wanted to be a personal trainer, I could do that. But then if I wanted to go and get a, a corporate job, I could do that. So I went to study yeah, marketing and business management. Mm -hmm. And where was your mother in all this? Is she still alive? Um, what did yeah. she think? We have a great relationship now. This is the thing. Like she's been in AA. She's not drunk for many, many years. So we're really close. Uh, I speak to her, you know, a few times a week. And yeah, like I, I salvaged that relationship because it was bad when we were younger, when I was younger, sorry. Mm -hmm. And she's been very supportive. She, she's very proud now that I've, I've cleaned myself up. And yeah, she, she couldn't be proud of like, she saw me at my worst. She saw me when I was claiming the benefits. She had to help me do paperwork so I could claim these flipping benefits. And yeah, she's, 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 she's good. She's happy. Mm -hmm. And what about your friend that you are staying with? Um, how's that relationship? Did that go downhill or? Nah, not at all. Not at all. He, he, I, I, I kind of, I kind of hit it all. Um, like uh, some of my friends now, like they've seen these posts. They were like, Leon, was it really that bad? I'm like, well, I don't really put it on display. I just kind of kept um, most of like, you know, I'd go out, you know, five nights out of seven nights, I'd go out and uh, get blackout drunk, but nobody knew. I didn't, I didn't exactly, I never would post on social media anything about alcohol ever. I never posted myself drinking or anything because mm -hmm. I kind of knew that I was, um, what would you say? Not being true to who I was. It was, I knew it was a mistake because I was doing it. So the relationship that I got with my friend that let me stay in this place is still very good. Um, he knows that he did me a massive favor. And I think when you do a big favor for a friend, it brings you closer together. Mm -hmm. That is good. Um, what would you tell people who are struggling right now with either alcoholism or drugs? Well, 
good question. So it's, it's, it's hard for me to give advice because obviously everybody's at a different stage in that journey. Um, the thing is, is, it, is the only people you can advise are the people that want to hear it. So um, there was times when I was drinking and taking drugs that if somebody told me what to do, it would make me want to use more. So I'd be, you know, somebody say, Leon, why don't you just take it easy tonight? I'd go into this fury. So I would never tell somebody what they want to do, but if they do want to change, there are good steps they can take. And there was a book that I read called Alan Carr's Easy Way to Control Alcohol. Uh, I also read the one for Stop Smoking. I used to smoke 20 cigarettes a day, but he wrote one about stopping smoking. And it's not just me that's read that book. It's thousands of people. And that book, what it does is it removes the brainwashing and, and the reasons why you think alcohol gives you something. So I think that that is an amazing place to start. Uh, and then the, the other alternative is to go to meetings like AA, NA. Uh, whilst I don't attend them, they, they also work for people. They give you that sense of community. Um, and yeah, they can take you out of a dark place because that's, you know, that's where the only place alcohol addiction is going is to a dark place. So it just kind of depends where people are at. Mm -hmm. I think it, the bottom line is too that they want to get help. Um, when you said that people, when they would tell you that they, you know, maybe should should or shouldn't do something, I think that does push a lot of people to kind of do the wrong thing sometimes, you know, um, because it's like nobody's going to tell me what to do. Attitude, I think. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. So, how did you end up in Thailand, though? So you're this big traveler. I love looking at your photos. I was amazed at some of the places that you've been. Now I want to go to Thailand. I've never been there. So, well, this is the thing. The only, the only good things happen when I get sober. So I actually went to Thailand uh, in another stretch of sobriety where I'd saved some money up, and it was like a dream that I had when I was younger. So about four years ago, it was in what I think my first year of university. I, um, I saved up some money working in a restaurant and I was sober and I booked a flight to Thailand and I hadn't, I hadn't, um, I hadn't booked a hotel, I hadn't booked a hostel, nothing. So I just said, okay, let's book the flight. Let's just go. Let's see what happens. And let's just wing it. Let's just go with, uh, intuition only. So I remember I had this two weeks where, you know, I just talked to a stranger. We, we, I would either get report or I wouldn't. And then I'd hang out with that stranger for three days. And then, you know, we'd have a split ways or we'd follow each we know we'd go to a new place together and then more strangers just kept coming into your life. Wow. And it, it was just pure intuition. And it was like bliss. It was like pure freedom. It was, it was just kind of like a, I was just a piece of consciousness floating around Thailand, just kind of going with the flow. And I just had good vibes nonstop. And I was like, that's the best, that's the best experience of my life. Like I have to go back there one day. It's always stuck in my head to, uh, to return here. And, and when I was personal training the second time around after I'd got sober recently, mm -hmm. I, um, I realized I was building something that I had no escape from. Whereas if I was to um, learn some kind of online skill or whatever, then, then I would be able to kind of do this location independent thing. So I got very lucky. I, I learned video and uh, I work with an amazing company now and uh, have a few other freelance clients that I work with. And yeah, just living the dream is, is what is sobriety, you know? And and thing is, is a lot of people that drink a lot, like a lot of, just quickly say this, a lot of like alcoholics and whatever, they have so much potential but the alcohol just clouds everything for them. So I kind of want to show other people that when you get sober, it just unlocks so many doors mm -hmm. and it truly does. I read something ironically yesterday um, in the morning, I was reading some news and there was an interview that another guy had done and he was an alcoholic in the past. And he said, you know, be careful too how you do look at alcoholics. Don't totally shut them out because they may be the one later to end up sober and help somebody that you love get through their alcoholism. So I thought that was pretty powerful. Yeah, I think that's deep. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, um, where can people find you on social media? Uh, so I have YouTube and Instagram, which is sober Leon. Then I also have a Facebook community, which is amazing. Like I only started it a couple of weeks ago, but like the people in there, they're just trying to live that good quality sober life. Uh, that's called the sobriety movement. Uh, and then if people really want to message me on Facebook, it's just Leon Sylvester. Mm-hmm. And your YouTube channel is pretty incredible. I was scrolling through it today and I, I subscribe. So I encourage everybody to subscribe to Leon's channel. Um, just your photos alone of Thailand are so amazing. It just makes me want to like stalk through all your photos. <laughs> you can come anytime. <laughs> I want to now. It's amazing looking. It's just incredible. Um, one of the ladies that I work with, she has been there recently and she just had nothing but great things to say about Thailand. So, um, do you ever plan on moving back to the UK? I mean, how does that work? <laughs> no way in hell. No. <laughs> like, no disrespect, but the bad weather, mm-hmm. the high cost of living, it's just hard to thrive out there. And here is really easy to thrive. Like, the great weather, great food, happy people. I don't think I'll be going back to England anytime soon. <laughs> Do you have any um, last words for those listening to this podcast um, as far as encouragement, motivation? I love sharing those types of things with our listeners. That's what they tune in for. I mean, at the end of the day, like if you are struggling with alcohol, I have literally gone from zero to an amazing quality life just through getting sober. And I mean, what I would say is get into that sobriety movement Facebook group where there's a community of others that are also building great lives about alcohol. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, have, I have one last question. What about those who have a friend that's struggling with alcohol? Because maybe not all of the listeners today are going to be, you know, maybe they don't have a problem themselves, but they know somebody. Uh, I think everybody these days knows somebody either struggling with alcohol or drugs. What would you tell them? Well, then it's, 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 it's too hard to say. Like, if you were to start giving advice to that person and they weren't ready to hear it, then it's just going to backfire and it's just not going to end up well. But you know, get them in the sobriety movement Facebook group all day. (laughs) So, so everybody who, what about people who are listening, who, like I said, they're, they don't, they know somebody who's struggling. Can they join your group too? Or is it strictly just, do you want to keep that for those who are trying to find their um, sobriety? Uh, Most people in there are are already sober. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. Well, everybody, be sure to connect with Leon. And Leon, thank you so much for being on the show. Uh, no, thank you for having me. It was really cool. Appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Wake Up with Patty Catter. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you for all you do. Be sure to visit www.pattycatter.com for the latest podcasts, articles, and swag. Also, be sure to follow Patty on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Patty Catter. At Patty Catter.